Welcome back to the Rewind That Tape podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Stromboli, and we're back with another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about golf. We're going to preview the NBA matchup, and if we have time, we're going to look at Djokovic's win uh, to get his 23rd Grand Slam title, which I thought was kind of interesting. Let's first talk about golf. Today, Nick Taylor won the RBC Canadian Open, one of the bigger tournaments in Canada because it's one of the only tournaments in Canada. And when I say that, I mean it's the only tournament the PGA plays in Canada. So Canadians obviously have a pride in them to hopefully that their national representative wins. And it's been 60, I'm pretty sure 68. But let me fact check that real quick. Yeah, 69, excuse me. 69 years since the last Canadian won. Nick Taylor ended that drought today with a huge win over Tommy Fleetwood after playing playoff hole after playoff hole after playoff hole and one more playoff hole just to cap it off. And guess how he won it? On a 72-foot eagle. Now, if you didn't know, it's pretty really hard to get an eagle in golf, not to mention a 72-foot putt makes it even harder. The playoff was fantastic. Both players played awesome. Tommy Fleetwood deserves a tip of the cap. But how about the magnitude of this win for Canada? It was so big that other players, other fellow Canadians, Corey Connors was one of them, Hadwin was one of them. These guys would stay on the green. They would watch all of these, all of these playoff holes, and they were waiting to see if they would win. And the crowd was not even even slightly Fleetwood. The announcers would say, you know, Fleetwood's got some fans out here. But it, every time Fleetwood messed up, and I know these these Canadian fans were polite, don't get me wrong, but every time Fleetwood, you heard a missed putt or a mess up, the crowd would cheer. They wanted their guy, Nick Taylor, to break this drought and finally, finally get to the top in this championship. I mean, in this, excuse me, tournament. And Nick Taylor did that today. He was fantastic. Uh, both players coming into 18, money. Tommy Fleetwood had birdies on 17 and 16 to come into it. Nick Taylor had the big birdie putt on 18 just to send it into a playoff, but also on 17 right before that. So both of these guys were, were very, very good down the stretch, and that's why I have to give them a thumbs up. The other thing I wanted to note is ever since the LIV PGA merger occurred, I feel like almost all the golf headlines have been about, wow, look at the PGA and LIV. Wow, the PGA players are this. Wow, PGA sucks. Wow, the PGA commission needs to get like kicking out. Like a lot of a lot of hate on the PGA. Today we didn't see that. It wasn't about the LIV. It was about just the PGA. And I'm not saying I'm PGA pro per se, because I do enjoy how the LIV tried to change things. But it was nice to see, it was refreshing to see from a golf perspective, the media shifting a little bit, the media getting to see the other side of golf, the beautiful side of golf, and the headlines today were just as great as always. They were all about Nick Taylor winning for Canada, winning for his country, and the the pressure that that creates for a young golfer and a pressure that he just didn't seem to show. I mean, a 72-foot putt to win it, fantastic. Nick Taylor wins RBC Canadian Open in the latest PGA news news headline. Now we're going to move on into the NBA. Let's talk about 
the Nuggets and the Heat. Are the Heat done? We heard about it a little bit yesterday. It, it feels like heading into this game, what are the keys? What are the keys that we need to preview for tomorrow's game? Well, number one, the Heat need to get going. The Heat need to get going early. They need to have a lead. They need to force the Nuggets to try to outshoot them late. I mean, we've seen them come back numerous times, but you need to save that comeback game per se, and I say that with quotation marks, that comeback game. You need to save that for game six or game seven. You need to have an early lead in this one and get ahead if you want to win this series. So tomorrow, I expect the Heat to play hard for the first two quarters. Take those overs in the first half. The Heat need to get going early, and if they don't, they're going to find themselves in a world of trouble. Can they? I don't know. Key, key to the game, Jimmy Butler. He has to have a good game. He's been struggling. He has to have a good game. Bam Adebayo needs to keep rebounding. And the number the the number three thing on my list, but really the biggest thing, they got to make Jokic score. Jokic needs to score into the basket. If they force Jokic to score, which I know that sounds bad, but you got to take away something. Take away his rebounding. Take away his assists. If you can take away his assists, he is so much less of a player on that team, and that team is so much worse overall. Jokic spreads the floor out so terrifically. It's amazing to see. And every time he has a high assist game, the Nuggets win easily. The biggest thing that they noted from the Game 2 loss was that Jokic was ineffective. And if you're the Heat, him being ineffective and still scoring 40 points is completely okay. You guys got guys. The Heat have players that are just as deep. And I've hear, heard a lot of stuff about the talent thing, and I have to agree. Udonis Haslam came out today, and he said the talent isn't different, and I completely agree. Every Both sides have a chance to prove themselves every night. The Heat role players just haven't been playing as well as the Nuggets role players. Christian Braun came out big. Then the Nuggets just stomp them in game four. I mean, Game 5 is going to be mostly about Jimmy Butler versus Jokic, and can they let Jokic win the points matchup and get him in the other areas? Lessen him on the rebounding side, and they've done a good job. Bam Adebayo has done a good job rebounding. So back to key number two, got to keep rebounding. Jimmy Butler's got to score the ball because the Heat need points. They need points more than anything. They can't play heavy defense for three games in a row. Get the points. Get out of there. This is a big game tonight. We've seen a finals comeback before. It starts off with a game five win. You know the Heat are taking it one game at a time. You know they're veteran enough to do that. The Nuggets, on the other hand, it's their first time here. It's the first time that they're one game away in a home crowd. You could see a little too early kind of thing. It could it could go south quickly. Don't count them out yet. I think, I think it could potentially be a, a trap game for the Nuggets. Do I think the Heat win tomorrow? No. I think the Nuggets get the win. Uh, I got them finishing the final tomorrow, just like I got Vegas finishing the NHL final the day after. So the Florida teams go home unhappy, but still, you never know when you have Jimmy Butler on the other side. Lastly, let's head over to tennis. Jokovic grabs another grand slam. I mean, winning the French Open is... Was, was the feat that he was going for and look he got there he he did what he had to do and he now stands ahead of Nadal ahead of Federer ahead of anybody really and the reason why is though I feel like you can always point when you see these great players it's always about the work ethic 
And I feel like it's, it, I mean, it's nothing different here. And uh, obviously you in tennis, it's, it's one of those more interesting sports. One of those, just like golf, you can go back and way, but you can go back and forth and you can go anybody's way on a given day. But obviously when, when you have talent and you work hard, like obviously it's going to work out. And Djokovic, or excuse, yeah, excuse me, Djokovic. He was fantastic today. And uh, I think that it was just something that we were kind of expecting. Like that was my big takeaway from him winning today. Like I was, I, I saw the bracket go down and I was like, you know what? Djokovic should probably win this. Like it's not something that all of us were sitting here like, no, I don't I don't know who's going to win the final. I mean, sure it was 3 and 4. And I guess that's what you can attest to. Like that's what you can like look at, but like in the back of everybody's head it was like, no, nah, I think Jokovic is going to win today and and I feel like that's just where we were at in the tennis world. I mean, I I, I want to say that it's like oh, it's it's really competitive every time, but I mean, he had no problems in this tournament. You you look at his games, and he he was getting through everybody pretty easily. Um, and that's just the thing that just points out to me is that dominance that some players have at specific times in their careers. And this was one of those times where, geez, it's just fun to watch. And I I tip my cap to him. And winning in straight sets today was awesome he did a great job and it's just another another one of those things it's just it's just good for the sport it's good for the sport when you have somebody playing at such a high level like that you beating the one seed beating the and then today beating the four seed he was fantastic and now he stands alone at the top so those are your big takeaways today some side article some side headlines excuse me are Oral Roberts making another run in a tournament. This time it's in baseball. We'll see what they can do next. Uh, after they weren't even expected to make it to the College World Series, and now they are heading into the final eight, into that coveted Omaha spot where anything can happen. We saw last year two unranked teams in the finals. Anything can happen. You never know. Other than that, it was a pretty quiet day in sports besides the MLB and well, you just got to enjoy days like this, a little day off before you head right back into the action. Tomorrow we start with the NBA Finals. Can't wait to see you guys tomorrow for that podcast episode. But for today, that's all we got. Big headlines, big wrap-up. Number one, Nick Taylor wins the Canadian Open for Canada. Number two, can Jimmy Buckets have a good game and can they let Jokic score? And number three, Djokov- Djokovic continues his dominance over everybody the joker the other joker i guess the tennis joker continues his dominance and he now stands alone we'll see you guys on the next one make sure to check out our websites or our website at rewindthattape.com and our social medias and we'll be right here can't wait to see you tomorrow